and welcome to Euphoria, a podcast where we look back on the great, glam and garish of Eurovision past. My name is Isabel Chilman and I am joined as ever by my puppet on a string, hey. it's Merlin Bodman. <laughs> I was looking at doing one like that and then uh, I didn't, so good job. <laughs> <laughs> I think we know who the puppet is. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Uh, I'm doing all right, thanks. We are still here, same room, same time. uh, Same as last week. Same drinks. Um, Yeah. We're going to move. Finish my wine, yeah. Yeah, nice. Oh, God. It could get messy by the end of this one. Prepare for some scathing comments from Isabel about my song. I was very nice last time. Oh, you were very nice last time, but it's not the same song. Is it a worse song? I'm not going to say. I don't want to lead you on in any way. Uh, But yeah, Mm. I'm doing good, though. I'm doing all right. Feeling fresh. Feeling that pizza. Fr- yeah, we've eaten that pizza. We've had some olives and manchego cheese and some some Lovely. of your peppers that you like that I know Lovely I know peppers. to get whenever we record over here. Keeps me happy. Yeah, that's it. <sighs> well, done. All right. That's, there's no Eurovision news. Well, no, oh, no. Hang on. we have got some. Um... We've got to do this. Oh yeah. And we don't have to talk through it either. So. <laughs> So because we're, um, hang on. We're we not could, drinking another bottle of wine, yeah, basically. We, we're going to do one of our tin openings, which sound just as good, right? Yeah. Okay, we're going to do it. This is... Um, we do it together or separately? We'll do it together. We're on green, green Alls London Dry Gin with pink grapefruit. We had this before in the park, didn't we? And we loved it. Roland loves it. I like anything that's pink. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. You ready? We're doing it together. Yeah, stereo. Go. Ooh. That's Ooh. great. Oh. Isabel's, I just spilled it on my leg. My leg. She got just poured it down. Smells great. Oh, That's lovely, delicious. Mm. Oh, delightful. Mm, that nice. Um, so we've got no Eurovision news we because did we've literally just done one. But we have got some any other business. Yep. 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 So we have an email from Ines, um, which is titled "Not Rogerio." If you remember from two episodes to back, be- <laughs> this person we had a very brief oh. but rather unsettling Twitter war with. There hasn't been any any recompense from that though, has there? No. There's been no, but no one's got. I think n- we're yeah. fine. Yeah, I think we 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 didn't do anything wrong. We didn't do anything wrong, but angry. Like, it made just, me feel sad, Rogerio. I've, I've never been blocked sad. on Twitter so quick. No, it was it was definitely. I didn't know oh, what happened. Geez. Anyway, um, but this email says, "Hi guys." Since you had a lovely Twitter encounter with a ah. fellow Portuguese, I thought I'd try to balance it out by writing to you again. Thanks, Inez. Yeah, it's not all Portuguese, just Rogério. Just Rogério. Yeah. yeah, we're not we're not judgy of, of country, nationality. I don't really have much to say, so I'm just leaving you with a Portuguese expression for you to figure out. I'm so done to the beef. Oh, I'm so done to the... Like, that, is that like... What's that thing where it's something to the back teeth? Sick to the... Sick to, yes, yeah, sick to my back teeth of you. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was trying to think I'm of... So done to the beef. Yeah, that must be similar. Yeah, I'm done to the beef. Unless... I'm, I'm up to I'm up to here. Yeah, like... Do you know a, what I mean? Like, like your mum I'm, would do. I'm close she'd put her to... hand to near enough the top of her head yeah. and go, I'm, I'm up to here, don't get me any higher. Uh, yeah, that's what, we, that's what I guess is. Yeah. Ines says, um, if you do terribly, I'll tell you the meaning later. Well, unless it's knackered. Like, oh, I'm done to the beef. I'm knackered. Oh, I'm yeah. exhausted. I'm tired. I'm worn out. Yeah, that would make sense. It could sense. be that. I'm done to the beef. Done to the beef. I'm done to the beef. What is the or beef? Maybe it means like you're full. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm. Um, I'm done to the beef. I am. Stick a fork in me. I'm, I'm full. Like, like the beef. Or the beef. Finished. I'm done to the beef. Yeah. I am done because of ergo that beef. That beef. Ergo. Yeah. I don't need any more. 
Many Could be options. one of those three. Which one are we settling on? Well, I think six to the back tee. Uh, yeah, but I like there to be options, so I think those other two are good. Okay. Yeah. Well, Ines says, if you do terribly, I'll tell you the meaning later, but I have faith in you. And then in brackets afterwards, mostly in Isabel, to be honest. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? Why? What, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with my I judgment? I am the best one. I <laughs> am the greatest. Where does this come from? I don't understand where this has come from. I am the Sylvia Nice Why of this do- show. <laughs> Why don't people like me? <laughs> Ines says, love you both and the podcast p.s even though you're my favorite isabel mm, i have to support roland in his love for political stories keep them coming they're the best oh shit well you would have enjoyed last week's one because that's like right super political (laughs) i mean it's probably out of date by now but i hope you enjoyed yeah they're probably all arrested yeah (laughs) gone to gitmo um thanks Inez. that's really nice (laughs) yeah yeah, that's it's always nice to get your emails, isn't it? Lovely. If you want to email us, you can do. Well, you can email us at Eurovision. No, nope, no, nope, I always do that. <laughs> you can email us at EuroforiaPodcast at gmail.com or you can contact us on Twitter, which is EuroforiaCast. Mm. You can also rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes. It's very much a big help to us. You know, as we have previously mentioned, we are not so um we're not go-getters in terms of really pushing this out no. this is a passion project we like doing it we know we need to probably do more in terms of contacting people and letting them know we're here but mostly our listeners come from word of mouth it's you guys telling other people to listen to this and putting it on twitter or you know subscribe to us and leave us a lovely even if it's just a short five-star review on itunes it just helps push us out to the yeah. wider audience or just tell a friend like or, or like if you're chatting to someone in a bar like just tell them i do it all the time constantly i can't <laughs> shut my mouth about this thing nowadays so just tell just tell uh someone in the bar about a podcast you'd be surprised how many people go oh yeah, yeah i love you vision <laughs> yeah it's a good conversation starter or stopper in yeah which definitely case you know that I mean, for me a piece of shit for me it's ma- mainly being a stopper but oh, uh, <laughs> no. i had a weird thing the other day where i met up with someone who uh i haven't seen in like six six years or something like that and then this person who i was meeting came in and like the first thing i had to say to them was oh yeah sorry about the computer i was just and i was like uploading a podcast sorry like i felt like i had to apologize for you should like, never apologize for your vision never apologize for this podcast it was just it was the first thing i said to them after six years of not seeing them was like i've got a podcast yeah you're basically going hi i'm a wanker they, they also knew me when i was doing youtube vlogs as well oh, so they are golden again guys if you've gap. never really hunt, I'm, I'm not going to be so crass as to post <laughs> roland's no. old teenage vlogs it's up to you to but find if you can find them oh oh <laughs> You have really hit the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. There's a good 90 minutes of gold You will gold never there. stop laughing. <laughs> um, not in a, the way that was maybe intended, but no, you will, you will but enjoy you will it. never stop laughing. Uh, so yeah, yeah, so that person knows me as the guy who has a vlog and then six years later the guy who asked oh no he's got a podcast, podcast. <laughs> yeah she's gonna have text everyone that she still <laughs> yeah, mates with who knew me you all knew like Matt with the rolling for a drink the other night oh really how's it going yeah he's got, got a podcast, a podcast oh yeah of course he bloody does <laughs> oh bloody Roland's got a podcast yeah so apologies to everyone but I mean it is true I used to have a vlog and now I have a podcast You're the worst <laughs> I'm the worst kind of person anyway uh, <laughs> Eurovision back to the let's put that lens back on Eurovision rather than me just push that over okay all right. So, it's my turn this week. I'm excited. This episode. So, I'm going to start this week with a little audio clip. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Are you, no context. No context. Jesus Christ. Okay. We're just going to kick off. Okay. Ready? Yeah, go. I'm nervous. Here we go. Hmm. 
Eurovision, the world's largest, most respected music competition. But what the fuck is this? Oh my god. <laughs> I know this ba- oh I don't know this band, but I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> so, uh so the oh my god, so So today Oh my god. I'm gonna tell you the story of the weirdest band in the world. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> I saw this it was a semi final like it was a okay, yeah, no, I won't uh, but I saw this and like it stuck with me. This is one of the things that cemented my love for like not just Eurovision, but like like individual countries finales because you get this. Ah! I knew this band. I wasn't I don't think I was ever gonna do it. Right. I don't think I was ever okay. gonna do it. I'm so, so happy it's happening now. Oh my god. Ove Mustang and Indrek Verhova met as teenagers at Polver Upper Secondary School in Estonia in nineteen ninety-three. Mm. All of us grew up with the same sense of humour and quite the same taste in music, says Ove, which is what led them to form heavy metal band Vinnie Pook, which translates into English as Winnie the Pooh. Oh, <laughs> what a nice name for a band. Is Lovely that, name for a heavy metal band. Is that okay to, to, to use as a name? Well, yeah, because their actual, their actual name is Vinnie Pook. Oh, yeah, Vinnie Pook is okay. Yeah, nice. Yeah, nice, Vinnie Pook. And also Vinnie Pook sounds nice too. Vinnie Pook. Yeah. The band is made up of six members. There's Indrek on vocals, Silva on guitar, Ove on guitar, Indrek on bass guitar. Uh, so there's two people called Indrek. Oh, two, okay. Oh, I think. Um, <laughs> and then there's two people who play the drums. There's, they've got two drummers, Christian and Olaf. It's rare, okay. two drummers, isn't it? It is rare. It's because one of them left, because he had to for a while, and they got another one, and then he came back and they were like, let's just have both of us. Why not? <laughs> it's rare that you need, like, two times the beat, right? It's like, like most of the time... Well, it's fine. It's good. It's good. Well, Vinnie Pook are—they're uh, not your normal band. No, they no. don't do things a normal way. They're okay. not—they're not fussed by the status quo of the world. They don't yeah. care about your close-minded band <laughs> bullshit. Ooh, let's just keep to a four-four beat and do Fuck it. Fuck that! A- we want two drummers. It's gonna be amazing. So the band, um, the band, as well as playing around with their music, they like to play around with their look as well. Okay. So quite often they would wear outfits made from cling film and tin foil, or they'd have surgical aprons that their fans would just kind of rip off them on the <laughs> stage. Um, they like to confuse their audiences. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and also the organisers of the gigs. So quite often they would, uh, halfway through a performance, they'd just get some people on stage to have a wrestling match. Amazing. Or they would put in their rider that they wanted... 14 hedgehog kidneys that can only be served by a virgin girl. No. Just, just, <laughs> just, just because why happens. not? The, I love the these sorts of bands, like the ones that you go to a gig for and you go, I have no idea what's going to happen. Don't know what's like, going on. They're, they're, there's, a, there's one band that uh, I really like that occasionally does a, um, like maybe like one gig in London a year that I will choose to take a single person to who I know is going to get like a little bit freaked out by the like, they're not like heavy metal or anything like that like their songs are pretty like catchy kind who? of uh, it's this band called The Chap um, oh, okay. but they're you know it's kind of electro they use guitars sometimes they shout but it's all very like melodic and it's very like nice nice sounding um, but either them or their um, support act that they choose every year one time they chose a support act that just did theme tunes from the 80s 
it was really wow. good. It was really, really good. Um, but yeah, I love those sort of gigs that you're like, I don't know what's going to happen. That's what a show should be. <laughs> Absolutely. I get bored out of my mind if I get taken to a gig and yeah. it's just someone on stage singing a song. Um, However the- nice that song is, <laughs> Christ Almighty, I've accidentally gone to see... What I think are they called daughter? Yeah, oh yeah. I've accidentally, yeah. <laughs> accidentally gone to see them twice. No, <laughs> not knowing who they were, and both times stood at the back of the gig. It's lovely background music, so yeah. I stood at the back, had a drink, had yeah. a nap with my friends. Did it the first time, was oh. like, this isn't for me. Second time, was like, oh, what's this band we're going to see? Do I, I don't know. I, I heard of them. Started, like, I was I've like, oh no, it's this again for Christ's <laughs> sake. It's like, um, uh, this is another acoustic song about how it feels to feel like you're not part of society mm. and you don't connect with anyone here we go mm. Uh, mm. Don't not understand. Me. i would much rather watch something that the music i have no interest in but the performance is outrageous yeah. you're just like what is go- what is what happening, is happening? Yeah. i love this yeah. yeah for sure okay well let's learn a little bit more these about are my guys vinnie pook vinnie pook uh the band's early days were filled with hard work bad gigs and the odd argument. In 1997, we did an amusement park tour, says Indrik. <laughs> we played different places every Sunday, bad-mouthed and caroused amid the merry-go-rounds. Oh my God. Then went our separate ways. Oh. We've since learned to pull back if it gets too much. We quarrel if we're together too much. That would be even better. So we're talking about going to a gig to see a band, but imagine going to like an amusement park <laughs> And sit and being like, what watching a the heavy metal is thrash this? punk like, band. This is my weekend now. <laughs> I'm gonna follow them around and see what they do. Like having an oh, argument on a stage. Yeah. yeah. Um, so in reference to the wrestling thing, they actually occasionally would have wrestling matches before the gig if they were a bit riled up to each other. <laughs> so they would wrestle quick... each other. Yeah. Oh my god. Just before the show. Uh, in 2006, after 13 years together, they finally made a name for themselves with the song Noodled Ya Hapupim, which translates into noodles and sour milk. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Winning them a spot on Radio 2's yearly hit song. Shit, nice one. Ooh, Good one, Vinnie Pook. In 2008, their music video Vanamut or The Old Lady, was nominated for the Estonian Music Awards. And in 2009, their song Pigel Porand, or Mirror Floor garnered them sixth place uh, within the 2009 Radio 2 Top 40. So they're doing, doing good. Well. Like they're that's... getting there for like a very odd niche band. Well, that's it. Like I feel that there's places for these sort of niche bands in the Scandinavian countries, right? Because their music's pretty extreme. It can go from like super uber pop mm-hmm. to like the darkest of dark, dark like death metal. <laughs> uh, darkest of dark, I mean, it, dark. Well, it gets it gets proper dark. <laughs> but like Estonia. With this band, you know, Check out this, this band are able to mm. not only survive, but thrive. Well, that's taken from one of our recent reports in work. <laughs> and Luke Tugby on ITV. He said that. Yeah, and he took it right. <laughs> that was taken. He took that from the power list. And the power list robbed it from my report that's had the brief written about three months ago. And now, I was and now, livid. I know I'm using it I was on livid. our podcast. It's coming back to you, though, so it's all right. Uh, <laughs> you did very well with that. <laughs> it's gone viral. So, Vinnie Pook had conquered the charts. So, I mean, after that, what's next in a, in a musician's career? Yeah, right, yeah. What Obviously. do you do next? That's what I want to know because one of my songs will do it and I need to know what, what to do when I conquer said charts. The ones, the charts. Well, after that, mate. Yeah, after that. You go to Eurovision, don't you? Yes, you do! Yeah! I'll do it the other way around, but that's fine, that's fine, that's fine. 
Estonia, so every year, Estonia hosts a competition um, called Easty Lau, or Estonian Song, which is basically their version of the UK's You Decide or Sweden's Melody Festival. And so okay. it's, it's actually more like Melody Fest um, because You Decide is one night. Yeah. Um, and they do theirs over semi-finals and a series of them. Excellent. Um, and Estonia, what you need to know is Estonia takes Eurovision very seriously. Very yeah. seriously. Yeah. So it's, it's one of the only times that this very small country, which... You know, there's a population of only just over, it's maybe 1.2, 1.3 million oh, in Estonia. Small. Tiny, yeah. really. It's one of the only times in the year that they, as a country, can talk to the rest of the world yeah. on a big platform and make themselves known and say, hey, look at us, we're here, we're great. Look at all the things we have to offer. So they, they take it very seriously. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, but they seem to be in it like a, a, like a fair amount. Like they yeah. don't miss many years. Like they'll miss the, they seem to be in the final quite a lot. They're little fighters. For, for a population of a million or so, they are in it a fair amount. I love Estonia. Yeah, good work, Estonia. They're great. Yes. Um, and most of the time in East Lal, you know, the songs that are competing, the songs that end up going through to Eurovision, they're very middle of the road. Yeah. To a you, certain extent. You wanna... They're quite cheesy pop or, you know, a lovely little melody. Be respectable, right? Very respectable acts. Yeah. Yes. But in 2013, yes. Vinnie Pook decided to enter the yeah. contest. Yeah. They'd throw their, throw their hat in the ring. But it's such a good choice for them, right? It's such a good choice. Like, they should. They should all do it. Like, why? Everyone you... should do it. Everyone should Especially do it. Especially if you're from somewhere small. If you're from San Marino and you can hold a tune, just bloody enter Eurovision. Um, so this is the point where I start saying things very wrong because Estonian is a difficult language yeah. to say certain words. <laughs> so Vinnie Pook entered the song. Maya <clears throat> kundimis uks... Korsakov laks ile lati. Whoa. I mean, that sounded good. Right. Okay. Definitely not right. Uh, which translates to Korsakov, the guy around our area, went to Latvia yesterday. <laughs> That's genius. Yeah. Korsakov, the guy around our area, yeah. went to Latvia yesterday. Fucking hell. Genius. 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 Oh, it, gets, it gets better. Genius. It gets better. Okay. So, first round of Easty Lull. Vinnie Pook, who are obviously the outsiders in this competition, hugely yeah. so, yeah. clearly entering it to a certain extent as a bit of a joke, like you said, to kind of mess with the system for a yeah. little bit. Yeah, yeah. They uh, arrived and were dressed. What you can only describe as sort of like gimp jelly beans. <laughs> <laughs> I'll post photos of them because they're yeah. iconic. They're yeah, yeah. incredible. Gimp jelly bean chic. Gimp jelly bean realness, okay. for sure. Yeah. Um, and they became overnight sensations. No. It was clear we stood out from the crowd, says uh, Obi. <laughs> yeah, I mean, gimp jelly bean, like. Oh, yeah. At the Estonian so, Song Contest. So it was clear we stood out from the crowd, said the gimp jelly bean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Children loved them. You know, the younger generations loved them. Yeah. Parents, however, worried oh. about them. <laughs> Indrek said of their entry, we just happened upon the East Dilaul. Then we got to the next round and then the next. Oh no. We I entered mean, Eurovision with a lot of prejudice though because of our musical style. Yeah. And at times I thought, is it really necessary for us to go there? Oh. So they got a lot of stick yeah. from from the older generations. You know, it's the old Marilyn Manson, you yeah, know, line like of, of Well, if they listen to Marilyn Manson, then they play aggressive video games. They're yeah, gonna and be they aggressive and kill people, people and that's yeah. why people get shot. So, so obviously parents were worried about the song, right? And what the song was about. Uh, 
Just about the noises they were making. Just the noises, I think. Come the noises, on. the look more than anything. Noises. There is one line in the in the song that I think you can you can happily say it's Not probably should have been removed. Okay. But on the whole, they just don't like the noise in them. This noises because it's it noisy. Don't let children yeah. listen to noisy things because they'll make them angry. For sure. Okay. Um, but you know there was so there was a lot of prejudice. Yeah. But this prejudice didn't stop the band from being the band they wanted to be. Go, Vinnie Put, go. And in the Easty Lyle final, the band came on dressed in lycra wrestling leotards <laughs> and with hair stuck to their faces, kind of like Teen Wolf. So he looked like a a wolf. They looked like Wookies. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, with yeah. Different yeah. varied of hair and different colours of hair. All oh, they wearing, all had it. They all had it all oh over my their faces. God. Yeah, with different lengths and sizes and shapes. And they hadn't had that on in the up. So this was a surprise to no, everyone. No, they just changed this up all the time. Because <laughs> I love that you would like most of the acts would be like, oh, you know, we'll do the same. And I'm the same. You know, I'm the same guy singing this song. I look the same. And no. Uh, no this time they no. have hair on their faces. This time we're Wookies <laughs> in wrestling outfits. Because there why was not? A great, um, there was a good clip after the first, uh, well, during the first round when yeah. they had the Jelly Bean Gimp outfits on. Yeah. And they came over to talk to the presenter and they were all holding like cakes and stuff. And she was like, oh, you know, what's going on? And they said, oh, it's 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 so-and-so's birthday. I can't remember the person. Maybe it's, it was uh, Indrix or something. Yeah. And they said, oh, it's Indrix's birthday. Um, and she said, oh, which one of you know? Because they had these... Literally their gimp outfits. So you can't see their faces. Yeah. It's just like, which one is Indrik? And they just point, they're all wearing different coloured ones. They go, here's the ugly one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they're really fun. They sound fun. They're really fun. They sound great. Yeah. Um. So staging. Yes. yes. Obviously important, as we've discussed. I mean, vital. Last episode. Vital. Vital to performance. Yeah. The... <laughs> Band's two drummers, double drummers, yeah, yeah, remember, two drummers, yeah. you were need them. strapped to chairs <laughs> facing each other on a bizarre contraption yeah. at the back of the stage yeah. that was <laughs> tilted horizontally. So on the wall, basically. On the wall and spun around <laughs> the entire performance, right? The visuals in terms of the, you know, the camera work, it was lots of flickering, lots of jumping about. It was really fucking intense. Yeah. Lots of screaming, lots of noise. Very intense performance. Uh, and eventually, the standing members of the band were hoisted upside down by their ankles where they continued to play their instruments. Wow. So not far from what my song was last week. Are we... No. We're are kind we... of in sync with this. We're going to have a little watch, watch of it now. I think you're going to love this. I am going to fucking love this. Let's watch it. <laughs> Okay. okay. How great is that? That is unreal. That is amazing. Unbelievable. They got through to the final of Easty Lau. I'm so happy. Imagine though. So so that was that was new, right? They added that for the final of Easty Lau. Imagine yeah. if they got to Eurovision and what the fuck? Because they, they wouldn't have done that. that. No, they would have done something completely different. Yeah. But they're all, their intention is to get to Eurovision. They were intending yeah, yeah, to get sure. to Eurovision. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And imagine if they had been put on 
as we say every, almost every week, the biggest stage in the world. Mm. 200 million people, bigger than the Super Bowl, bigger yeah. than, you know, whatever else, bigger than Dirty Den on EastEnders, whatever happened in Come the 90s. Back or we got it on it the air, doesn't matter. Yeah, the biggest TV audience in the world. Mm. Anyway. Do you, do you want to know some of the lyrics? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. What were those parents so angry about? So... The song was about, obviously, as as you can guess from the name, <laughs> the song was about the man called Korsakov who went to Latvia yesterday. Right. So some I of mean, the lyrics included, <laughs> a man from our area, Korsakov, was eating fresh cucumbers, stuck a thumb into his eye, now his thumb bone is broken. Thumb bone. Yeah. Okay. A man from our area, Korsakov, he was lifting a closet he shouldn't have lifted, now his thigh bone is broken. <laughs> Man from our area, Korsakov. He was looking at the stars. A shame that he looked, his neck bone broken too. <laughs> a man from our area, Korsakov. He was smoking. He got dizzy, fell down, shin bones broken. If- <laughs> a man from our area, Korsakov. He was putting a cast on. He thought, a simple job. Right away, broke his carpal bone. A man from our area, Korsakov. Jacked off yesterday. He did it strongly. Ah. Broke his pelvis in two. That That's the one, the one that parents, probably could be removed. About, yeah. Man from our area, Korsakov, went into the water during winter. It didn't come out anymore. Probably some bones are broken. <laughs> <laughs> when did he go to Latvia? Well, that's when he was going to Latvia. That's oh, what stuff he was Latvia. doing. The end line to it is just a muscle man's life isn't easy at all. Holy <laughs> fuck, every, guys. Every bit of it is just that. Yeah, Korsakov did this, broke a bone. It's, it's, did that, broke another <sighs> bone, probably broke some more bones. But the words don't quite line up with the like the level of urgency that he's delivering <laughs> he's like, to me that's why it's so great it's so fucking funny to me it sounds like he's like warning people about like imminent danger like please don't go in there because it's going to be really bad and then <laughs> yeah. if you go in there then it's going to but it's Actually, not it's, it's just like a man from our area called Korsakov jacked off yesterday did it strongly break his pelvis and teeth <laughs> okay, um, okay, okay I mean you can probably tell me slower if you need to right. like just slow it down a bit like so great. doesn't need to be so urgent <laughs> So talking about the song and, and how, you know, it's, it's oddness, uh, you know, their song, it, it was the complete opposite of the typical Eurovision entry. It wasn't slow. It wasn't no, melodious. It, it wasn't, wasn't poppy. Yeah. But that was all on purpose. Mm. Um, says Indrik, we worked really hard at it. Whatever seemed to be good or really beautiful, we turned it around, spoiled it. No to harmony. Whatever was easy on the ear, we destroyed it. It's a kick in the face, brutal song. Yeah. But it, it's that, it's that. It, it's it's good because of that right it's like i mean that's the, uh, obviously a very uh obviously like punk attitude right from like the 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 70s of like we're gonna reject anything that yeah. is nice to listen to it's all gonna be like in your face yeah we don't care if you you enjoy listening to this we, we're gonna we're gonna do it anyway it doesn't matter if it's if it's offensive to your yeah. ears we're gonna make this noise and we're gonna make it in the way that we want to do it and say the things we want to say in this but for me that's inherently appealing do you know what i mean mm. like i like listening to, to 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 that because it's different and interesting and weird and, and watching that as well because it's like nothing you've ever seen and like, there's a great band called uh, do you know half man half biscuit yeah i've heard of but i'm not that familiar with them they do very funny songs yeah yeah, yeah. very funny songs yeah they are they kind of remind me of, it's not thrash metal no like this but in terms of the lyrics behind yeah. it that you just sit and go you're great yeah you're very funny and you're having a great time and you are just really enjoying the music that you're making and you're not taking it seriously because as we both know and as the listeners know i cannot bear anyone that takes things too seriously if you're too earnest about a subject 
I will just find it very fucking funny and find you rather yeah. obnoxious. What? Whereas a musician who knows, you know, full well what they're doing is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just for you. Well, I think I think that the uh, it's key to still point out though that taking it serious and being too earnest are slightly different things because these guys clearly took it very seriously, right? They like oh, yeah. took a lot of yeah. time. And I know, I know what you mean. Like yeah. in terms of like someone who takes themselves very seriously. So, mis- so that's fine. We can change it to it's yeah, either too earnest or what we've called it serious. before is mis- misplaced sincerity. Yeah, yeah exactly. Whereas mm-hmm. the like these guys and you know those sorts of things that you see where they go, no, no, we're gonna really work hard at rejecting everything that yeah. you would expect and that yeah. is a lot of work that goes yeah. into it and you see it in that it's you bonkers. see this lot. there's they fucking get hung upside there's down fucking drum- well, they all get hung upside down and drummers spinning around pretty fucking fast yeah. still playing the drums that's hard work david it's blaine insane. can do that shit it's great <laughs> it's fucking great um yeah so they you know they've got through to the final yeah they were fan favorites yeah like, and at one point during the live final, says Indrik, I started to think that maybe uh, we could win it after all. Uh, I mean, don't we all wish that they did? The boys did put on a show, the likes of which has never been seen at Eurovision. Yeah. And unfortunately, it wasn't seen at Eurovision. Uh, Estonia sure and Europe weren't ready for Vinnie Book. Uh, and they finished third that evening with Birgit. Um, nope. With Birgit Oigemil eventually going to Malmo with the song So There Could Be a New Beginning. Do we remember that? Nope, it no. came 20th with 19 points. Come on. Like, Estonia, we, we would have remembered... I mean, we remember you still, but the whole world would have remembered you for Vinnie Pook. It's not, you know, it's not um, devaluing Eurovision like when we send Daz Sampson and whoever else. No, like, it's not, it's going... No, because Daz was the it worst. It was just bad. It was bad at what it was. Whereas These this guys is are like great. They're great the at what best at what it is. Yeah. And it would have been, it would have been remembered and it would have gone down in history. And we would have always said, remember when Estonia sent Vinnie Pook? Remember It was Vinnie great. Pook. And you, I would have had a lot of respect for Estonia doing that. I'd have been like, good, good work, Estonia. You've got good taste. Like, good work. It's down to their public I know, I know. The part we all, as we all know, never trust. Third. Never trust the part. Third's good. Third's, Third's good. Great. In the final. Third in the final. And good. they were very happy for Birgit. There's some very cute videos of them Aww. like lifting her up and giving her big hugs, Aww. still with their big hairy faces. Yeah. So she's a bit like oh. big scary hairy faces. <laughs> but great. <laughs> but fear not, Roland. Okay. The band may never have been destined to become iconic Eurovision mm. gifts, mm. Uh, but the internet went wild. Yes, they went crazy for yes. them. Their performance went viral, gathering fans from all over the world, including American luxury fashion designer Rick Owens. <laughs> okay. Rick. So, Rick, if you don't know, Rick is Rick's a bit of an oddball himself. He's got a, a very eccentric French wife. Um, oh. And they like to, there was always those rumours in the past where they turned down, Rick turned down making an outfit for Michael Jackson, oh. which meant that everyone then wanted to work with him afterwards oh, because he, he turned, turned down, down Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. you know, he's a bit of an oddball. I don't he, know. I don't know him. I no, don't know him really. If you know fashion, yeah, you, know you know him. Yeah. Um, because he's quite ridiculous. And his, yeah. his wife is bonkers and amazing. Yeah. Absolutely great. Um, Rick saw past their loss. And fell in love with the band's outlandish and garish style, <laughs> making them centre stage at his spring 2014 no. show in Paris. Oh my God. Owens was quoted as saying, 
I like their vision of excess. Oh my god, that is brilliant. Yeah, those sort of events as well are, are attended by like Kanye West, Jay Z, Beyonce, yeah. like all like the top top big like, celebs wear Rick's huge, clothes like, as well. Models, like, like, he, died, he designs for like Madonna and stuff. yeah, 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 yeah. That's so that's like a a proper this little band from Estonia. I know, right? Suddenly, so he wanted them to completely replicate what they'd done. Okay. at the show he yeah. loved every bit of it and he oh, wanted okay. that so mirroring their Easty Lal performance their final performance yeah. the band screamed and bounced around oh they God. had um, you know part of it was them upside down hanging from the ceilings this Amazing. is on you know you think about London Fashion Week or Milan Fashion yeah. Week and you see those videos of the, all these very beautiful slinky models yeah. walking up and down their runway to very cool <sighs> slick music yeah them, Except it's that, oh but God. with them, the performance we just watched, they're literally in the middle of the runway with people walking around them as they're screaming. So the drummers good. are still spinning around. So they're hanging upside down. Oh my God. And the bands, their aesthetic and that vibe, it, it was really clever of Rick actually because it worked very well with what Rick's, uh, you know, his his designing has been described in the yeah. past as post-apocalyptic goth glamour. Okay. So it's high-end, it's luxury yeah. outfits. Yeah. You know, it's very high-end You're going to find it in Topshop. No, 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 no. But it's a bit grungy. It's all very black and dark and grey and yeah. ripped here and dangly things there. Yeah, and yeah. So it fitted in perfectly. Yeah. And the crowd fucking loved it. Of course they did. It was the talk of Paris fashion. Oh my God. UK fashion writer Charlie Porter described the show as heaven. (laughs) Capital letters, all of it. (laughs) With just a full stop at the end. Oh God. Heaven. Amazing. So many videos of people afterwards talking about it. Just, it blew their mind. People, everyone was taking photos, videoing the whole performance. It just, it was the most visually incredible thing. Yeah. So good for them. Good for them. So the hardcore punk group very rarely actually puts on these frantic stage shows. Yeah, they it takes um, a lot of work. Even at their even at the peak of their fame, they never did too many concerts. They have no interest in making it big in America or across the world. The band is just a hobby to them. It's done for fun around their normal jobs. So Ove, who's one of the founding members, for example, is actually one of Estonia's most highly valued TV directors. Wow! (laughs) So they have jobs. They have other jobs to do. This isn't their full-time thing. And they talk about it quite a lot in terms of um, the fact that it wouldn't you know it wouldn't be fun anymore if i had to take this seriously yeah. all the time we wouldn't be able to be silly we won't be able to have a fun time it wouldn't be as ridiculous so we can't no i only want to do this twice a year that's fine we're sort of that level of not giving a fuck right it's yeah, like yeah it fits perfectly and which, which is what makes them so fucking cool yeah is that they just don't care if it doesn't work well, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter no one listens to us not bothered yeah. about it we have a nice time i've all got right, a bye. job doesn't yeah, matter i've yeah. been earning my money yeah we went to paris fashion week oh i'm not bothered yeah it's fine yeah great <laughs> But the main reason uh, that the band, you know, they don't perform too often is that they do want to make sure their performances are exactly what their audience deserves. Yes. A concert in some faraway corner of the world needs more preparation. It's not worth the trouble. It's just air, basically. That's what Ove okay. said about yep. it. With Indrik adding, why play a random gig at some hamburger joint? What do we have to prove? If we're doing a concert, we want it to be visually really fucking cool. Yeah. So perhaps for Estonia weren't ready to be represented to the world by men who sometimes glue whiskey <laughs> fur all over their faces and hang upside down from the ceilings while wearing wrestling gear. Yeah. But that is fine with Vinnie Pook. They're not waiting for fame. In the words of drummer Christian, things happen to those who don't hope too much for such things to happen. 
Beautiful. Also, Isn't that nice? but like I, yeah, Aren't they nice boys. They are. I mean, I'm sure they're really smart. You don't make a song like that by accident, and you don't like have a. You don't. I don't think you end up on fashion like uh, on Paris Fashion Week by accident. Like no. that is like that is someone who has taken a vision and run with it. And that path collides with someone else who's taken vision a similar vision and gone. So that's I'm actually run with that. one of the things that was that's very close to the wording that I found in an article about yeah. this was to do with Rick Owen's vision mm. towards this and and their own. And actually, there is so if you want to, I would highly recommend everyone watches. There is a documentary on YouTube called The Weirdest Band in the World. Is that the clip we listen the cl- listen to an ad at the start? Yeah. Of, so at the beginning, it. that was the trailer yeah. that we listened to. Yeah. Um, there was a full it's you know it's maybe 50 55 minutes long it's a short documentary about them and about Eurovision and Paris Fashion Week and them working with uh, Rick Owens and it's got interviews with all of them and interviews with Rick and interviews with his Mm. incredibly bonkers and wonderful wife yeah um and I would recommend everyone watches it because they are funny, they are witty, yeah. they are silly, they are they just don't take themselves at all too seriously. Yeah. But they're very as we said, they are not they have no problem with it, you know, they weren't taking the piss out of Eurovision. No, no. But they wanted to turn it on its head and yeah. they did that for you know, they did do it for fun. But they would have taken it seriously if they'd gone through, you know, they would have yeah. done their you well, know, they they, they've still been them. But they'd have been them to the best ability yeah. they could have been on um, the biggest stage in the world yeah, yeah. and done an incredible performance. They weren't wanting to, you know, they weren't going to be some bloody Bulgaria and go, oh, I'm going to smash the... No, 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 yeah. If you trophy, trophy if no, you win, take it, it's not they, worth it. But they, they clearly, wanted to give it a go. Well, they clearly have a real appreciation for, like, their music. Yeah. And when you think about it, like, them getting, like, the drummers, like, straight away, obviously, like, spinning around on a wall, on a vertical surface for three minutes like <laughs> that's a lot of work and then all of them getting hung up by their feet by the end of it right compare that to a, a, like a nice ballad singer standing at a microphone and i mean even like someone like lucy jones obviously like she put a lot of work into her singing yeah. and obviously like she's a good singer and it takes a lot of work to you know use those muscles to belt out those notes but like you're standing on a stage in front of a nice light show and at that, that point you're really relying on your voice whereas what these guys have done is gone this is a show. This is more about just a written song. This is a performance, and mm. we're going to do a performance. Yeah, and that hell is, yeah. That is. They are performers. One of the most memorable performances I've seen on Eurovision. I'm yeah. so I'm so glad you told that story today. I didn't know anything about them. I just knew that song, and I'm really I'm really happy that you uh, that you revealed the like peeled back the curtain on them Excellent. and told us a little bit about who they were. Uh, so Thanks. that's my story done. There you go. Thanks, Isabel. That was great. That was really good. Thanks so much. We've got a song next, haven't we? Uh, oh, this is going to be terrible. No way! Ah! <laughs> Bear in mind, so I've written two songs in uh, one week. Probably less... Th- well, I mean, if I'm honest, I've written two songs in about 24 hours <laughs> because I... It's ridiculous. I left it, to, I left it to the last minute and I started writing it on the train on the way back from uh, my mum's house yesterday mum stop distracting him <laughs> no i mean it was i mean I, I i came back on thursday i love your mum yeah no i know we all do we all do so the first song we heard last week that i wrote on the train which had a had a had a quite a big concept to it liked bit, it like bit like um, it got a nine vinnie pook yeah i got a nine yeah. this one has less of a concept uh the concept is uh, it's a song. It's a song. This is a song. Listen to me, song. Based around the uh, metaphor, kind of metaphor, 
uh, which is the title called Let's Get Down to Business. Oh dear, it's another sexy one. Here we go. Baby, let's quit nine to five. It'll make you feel alive. In my room, you'll feel revived. Why work when you could be free? Come and do hard work with me. Baby, listen and soon you'll see. Oh, oh, oh. let's get down to business. What a sight for us to witness. Baby, you and me, time to break and become free. I got an open up policy. Come and have a one to one with me. We can have a drink, a little blue sky think, let's inflate the economy. Let me give you your arrow eye. There's no need to incentivize Cause your bottom line's pretty fine Our business is on the rise A plane puts you 100 all night This merger feels just right So let's set the world alight Well this love is just a startup With investment we'll have heat You and I could spread some sheets I got an open up policy Come and have a one to one with me we can have a drink, a little blue sky think, let's inflate the economy. Let me give you your arrow eye. There's no need to incentivize. Cause your bottom line's pretty fine. Our business is on the rise. <laughs> there we go, it was short but sweet, but that's <laughs> that's a song called get let's get down to business. <laughs> I've just screamed. How long was that song? Only a minute and a half. But you screamed for a minute and a half, Solly. Pretty much the whole thing. What we found out is Isabel loves a business pun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the, I mean... <laughs> the, the, um, for, the, for, <laughs> for anyone who missed some of the uh, some of the metaphors in there... Are they metaphors? Who knows? Uh, the highlights are. Um, I've... Your bottom line's pretty fine. Yeah, that was. Uh, that was... Uh. <laughs> I've got an open door policy. Come, <laughs> come and have a one to one with me. That's quite good. Oh, it, the, I I really like the line. We're playing FTSE one hundred tonight. <laughs> so cute. Girl, this merger just feels all right. <laughs> Something happened. Have you got all the lyrics? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me get... Oh, we need to have a look at this yeah, again. Ever, this is too good. This was pretty much written... As someone... That's the thing. This isn't... I'm sure this isn't going to be as funny to a lot of people. No. But... Um, we work in a corporate Roland environment. We work in a corporate environment and this is fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh, my God. I've got an open door policy. Oh, my God. We can have a drink like the blue sky. Think. <laughs> Let's inflate the economy. Oh, my God. Let me give you your ROI. There's no need to incentivize because your bottom line's pretty fine. I wrote that line down as I heard it. Your bottom line's pretty fine. This is... <laughs> One of the greatest songs ever written. Shut up. No, it is. No, because it made like I didn't work on this song, and it makes the ones that I really work on that then get like seven. Like I don't care. I I'm completely in love with this. Oh. I'm gonna listen to this every time. Every time. I think every, the start to every day in work now. I'm gonna listen to this song. <laughs> this one's going on YouTube. I'm never gonna be able to hear anyone say yeah, any no, of these lines I've again now. Them. I've ruined them. Every time someone says blue sky thinking, I'm gonna start. Laughing. Let's have a drink and let the blue sky think. Let's have a drink. Let the blue sky think, guys. I'm going to say these in the office. What's the bottom line? That's pretty fine. (laughs) (laughs) 
What was the merger one? Uh, Girl, this merger just feels right. <laughs> oh my god. Play f- oh my god. I can't get enough. You and I could spread some sheets. sheets. <laughs> <laughs> That was written this I'm morning, obsessed. that one. I'm obsessed. Oh, I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. <laughs> oh, jeez. I wasn't expecting to get the reaction. I was, I was expecting to get a stern look. <laughs> like, that's... Oh, no. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I'm very glad. I, I want to sh- share that song with everyone <laughs> that's ever worked in an office. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, me too. We hear those words all the time, right? We're playing it tomorrow in the office. <laughs> We're making everyone listen to it. I have. Uh, there's a few people. There's a couple of people who one of who one of whom we're hanging out with tonight who, who should listen to that song. Well, let, I mean, let's give it some. Po- I don't know if you want to do separate points for Isabel Chilman and then no, this is your this is your no, your judgment, right? This is you. My judgment's always my own judgment. Yeah, it is. You're right. You're absolutely so, right. So give it. So it would. I mean, obviously, that is very specifically funny. And at Eurovision, uh, maybe it wouldn't do thing about as sta- well. Thing about staging, though, you could do some great office staging. It like. would be very funny. You could do something very funny with it. I'm not saying it would get to number one. No. Um, by any though. means. Memorable. It would be memorable, though. And there would be many people around the world brought as much joy as yeah. I have been brought just now. Yeah. Thinking about all the times people in the office <laughs> said those terrible terms to them <laughs> on a regular basis. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm struggling to take away from my my personal Enjoy, your enjoyment. Well, it is it. you. It comes down to you as well. You are the yawn. Yeah, you can come out of thing. this and say this is what I think. Ons eleven. Yeah. Holy holy shit! I love it. I was not expecting an eleven I love it today so much. from either songs, but that one less. That's brought me so much joy, oh, Isabel. How could I give it anything less? <laughs> Fuck, man! Excellent. Eleven. I, love I think it. we've got like four or five songs at 11 now. You've done really well this season this already, season. mate. You've had one real duffer. Yeah, man. That, the that, rest have been know, quite high scoring. Yeah, it's been not bad. Pretty high standard there. Uh, yeah. Wow. Well done, mate. Thanks, Isabel. Well done. Do you want to uh, see us out? Yeah. Okay. I know. I'm in such a good mood oh, now. Oh, perfect. Lovely. Excellent. So, Roland. <laughs> yes, gonna Isabel. going to end the podcast. Same way we end it every single week of this Ooh. podcast. Would you rather... Spend your entire life dressed as a werewolf in a wrestling leotard or be hung upside down for a month solid. I would love to be a werewolf in a wrestling costume. We already knew about my dressing up <laughs> as a wombat last week. You love week. being a fairy, uh, Not a womble. Uh, a wombat. Wombat. Not a wombat. Not a fairy. A womble. I would like to fairy. be... I would choose to be furry, but I am not a furry. Keep claiming that, mate. That okay, is- <laughs> we'll see you next week. Goodbye. <laughs>